And maybe it's not deprogramming, maybe it's rehabilitation. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, so the only thing really that's better is the stock market, which he does not really have control over. He doesn't. And also, the stock market doesn't really matter to the average human living here. I mean, no. most people who are busting their hump to pay their rent aren't concerning themselves with their stock profile. Right. The stock market is not the economic indicator people think it is. Right. Stock market can be booming and dudes are still struggling. Yeah. So, you know, I was happy that he was gone and it was a relief. And, you know, then the inauguration began. I don't want to get to the good part yet. I still want to talk about inauguration morning a little bit. Okay. Um, I took the day off. Like I said, I stayed home. I did watch Trump's speech, and you and I messaged <laughs> through some of that. <laughs> I should have tweeted like you, because we had some, some good zingers back and forth. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I watched, I was watching, um, I flip around, but I watch a fair amount of Fox News. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why you subject yourself to that, but... Well, I mean, a couple of reasons. And, you know, I said it on Facebook that day. I have people I care about and love very much, and that's their main source of information. So I do watch a little bit to see what, you know, what they're hearing, to hear what they're hearing. Oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, kudos to you. <laughs> you know, in all honesty, I don't... I do watch CNN, um, but I don't watch a lot of MSNBC either because I don't. They lean too much to the left, mm-hmm. and Fox leans too much to the right. Mm-hmm. So, I watch CNN in the evenings. I watch MSNBC in the mornings just because I like Joe. Oh, I like Joe Scarborough. Yeah, I, actually, I just lied to you. I like Rachel Maddow too. I like Rachel. Oh, everyone loves Rachel Maddow, but I don't watch her. I, I just don't. I don't watch MSNBC just because of that fact, though. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I just looked at my phone because, like, we, I was, you know, sending some stuff on Facebook during that time. And he left to Frank Sinatra. My way. Which is one of my favorite Frank Sinatra songs. But, you know, when you wreck the country, <laughs> you're not, I don't know if I would leave to my way. It's just, I, I just, I don't know if that was a smart thing to do. <laughs> like, and, like... I don't think he's concerning himself with smart. Oh, well, yeah. What, what we think is smart, the smart way to go. So uh, listening to his speech, <laughs> I had two tweets on the, on the strongly worded pod. On the strongly worded, worded P, P. At strongly worded P. <laughs> Over 400,000 died from coronavirus, an insurrection at the Capitol. But, hey, at least we got the Space Force. <laughs> he talked about the he Space Force. He talked about Space Force. This guy said, <laughs> and I, like, you know, on the season finale of Trump. <laughs> the season finale of President Trump. He said, and I can't, I don't know the exact quote, but it was something like, you know, a normal administration couldn't have got the Space Force done, but we got it because we weren't a normal administration. Okay. Nobody cares about the Space Force. Nobody cares about Space Force. What is this, Independence Day? Are they coming? Like, what's happening? Right. Like, he said um, the same thing about the vaccine that he, you know, his administration got it done and. Nine short months as compared to the years and years that it would have taken anybody else to do. So, listen, um, I have thoughts on vaccines and stuff like that. No bad thoughts. But I, I always, it always shocks me when people say, well, how did they get it done so fast? Well, you know, it is 2020 and 2021. Maybe 
technology and scientific advancements and and I'm sure like some of the money helped that he set aside, but scientists got the vaccine done. And I remember way back when we were talking and you were just like, Trump doesn't seem to get um, public service. Mm -hmm. He's not a public servant. Everything is transactional. And, and it's me, 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 me. You were not in the lab doing anything with these vaccines. Mm -hmm. Just giving money to something doesn't mean it's going to get solved. Otherwise, we'd have an AIDS vaccine. So, you know, he wants to take credit because he's spiraling and, you know, he wants history to remember him well, but it's not going to remember him well. We know that. Commentators that morning were already uh, talking about whether unity would be possible. And the Fox commentators, you know, the morning show. I don't like those guys. Um, more negative than even throughout the rest of the day. But, I mean, it's like they were, the way they were reporting that morning was like some something was going to swoop in and make Trump not have to fly away on that airplane. Yeah, I mean, there were people up to the very end who, who thought that somehow he was going to still be president, which that's like delusional thinking. Like, you're not in your right mind. We had an election. Like, you could not like Biden, and that's fine. Like, you're entitled to your opinion. I got friends... I got people that I that I still think are good friends that voted for Trump, that I know voted for Trump. It's the delusional thinking that I don't like. Mm -hmm. It's you telling me that the election was stolen with no facts. Mm -hmm. That's because you couldn't be bothered to stay up late to watch the count. If you stayed up late like me, you you, you remember, I was like, I don't know. This mm -hmm. thing might not be over yet. Mm -hmm. Like, based on what actual people were telling you as the facts were coming in. Mm -hmm. So that delusional thinking is ridiculous to me. Like, I never, I never thought anything was going to happen. They would have dragged his ass out of there. One of the things that I've said previously was in talking about Trumpism or the Trump supporters and the insurrectionists. It's like how uh, a cult operates. And you didn't like that. No, because I think, I think it gives them an out. Because Trump does not make you go to the Capitol. He can inspire it. But in the end, you've got to make a choice. Well, what is, I mean, that's, that's what any cult leader does. In the end, you've got to make a choice. Mm -hmm. And he I could mean, In he the end, those who followed Manson made a choice. Manson didn't right. kill a single person. Right. Right? But when Trump is talking, he's not saying go to the Capitol and, and take shit off Nancy Pelosi's desk. Mm, he's he, coming pretty close. Coming pretty close is not the same as doing it. Yeah. You see, I don't want to give these people... Other pe people's fervor that takes them over the... Right. I don't want to give these people an out like, oh, I was controlled by him. Nah, you wasn't controlled by him. You made a conscious decision and I hope you go to jail. I because do hope those things too. But I also think, me bringing it up again to make the point, and, and Fox was talking about it that morning already offended by it, I think there's a certain amount of deprogramming that has to go on. These people need to understand. These people need to get back to a place where they understand that facts exist, that well, science exists. I I agree with you. I agree with you 100. percent I just, for me, we're always finding a way to make privileged people somehow victims, 
And that, to me, like when you say they're part and that's of a, what it, that's what it does that, when I say that. To me. All right, I hear that. Like, so, like, that line of thinking never occurs when we're talking about a kid from the hood who does some crime. It never, they don't say, oh, well, you know, look how he grew up. That's why he's doing this. No, you just say he's a criminal. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I so for me, I, I'm not giving them now. The These dudes are criminals. Uh -huh. Whatever made them do it, they did it. Now, you know, if they need to be deprogrammed, you're probably right. What? And maybe it's not deprogramming. Maybe it's rehabilitation. Then, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, for me, I don't ever mind if you voted for the guy. Like, like I said to a friend of mine, I, the vote is hurtful to me as a black man, but you got to make your choice, right? You make your choice, you vote for who you think is right for you and your family, cool. All this extra stuff about, you know, stealing the election and all that kind of stuff, that is crazy talk. So, you know, hey, if you're one of my friends who are doing that, it's not that I'm calling you crazy, but you're talking crazy. And I, I don't respond to those things. Like, I see people post stuff, and I just scroll by sometimes. Because I'm, I'm not about to sit here and argue with you over facts. Mm -hmm. Because had Trump run the election in the same style, we wouldn't be talking about this. It's, you know, you just want to look for a reason. But no, he lost because of his record. Yeah. And Do you think had... I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't have a clear... Keep talking. I'm going to edit that out. I yeah, have I, a question formulating. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, so for me, you know, I don't want to give those people an out. I'm glad he's gone. His speech was trash. At the end of his speech, he said, have a nice life. Have a nice life. As if and my, maybe I'll be back. Yeah. My life was better before you were there. <laughs> I didn't have to worry as much. <laughs> right. So, yes, I will have a nice life. I slept a lot better <laughs> mm -hmm. that night, too. Well, and it's... As soon as you saw images of that plane take flight, I like my shoulders. I was it was a <sighs> relief. It was a relief. Yeah, because you don't got to deal with that crap no more. And then almost immediately, when the next round of commentators came on Fox News, they didn't say his name again. Like once he was out of there, it was almost like some of them were relieved too. I bet you listen. They have to be. He had a hold on the Republican Party as a whole. And as I told many Republican friends of mine, he's not a Republican. Uh -uh. Like, he's not a Republican. So they had to kowtow to a man who was a leader of their party, and he wasn't a good man. No. This, ain't, this ain't George and Bush. So many of them are on the record saying that out loud before. So the hypocrisy is amazing. Like, you know... You can disagree with, with W, but I can't say he's a bad man. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? I could say, oh, well, these policies didn't work out. Maybe you didn't think them through. But Trump was a bad man. Mm -hmm. And you guys gave him all that airtime and mm -hmm. did all this stuff for him. All that power. Right. And you, done, you, you lost Senate seats and you lost the House. And it's because of him. Like, they lost the, the Senate, the House, and the presidency in one year, like, mm -hmm. I don't know the last time that's happened. All three of those? Right. I, I mean, I don't, so you had the majority in the Senate, now you don't. When, the, when he started, you had the majority in the House, now you don't. Mm -hmm. And now you don't have the presidency. So no, I'm sure they are glad to see him going. But you've got Amy Comey Barrett, so there you go. 
<laughs> right. Who they or, th- and what's his nuts? Who what's his name? Oh, um, that one that I don't even, I can't even deal with. Jeez, I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. The guy who was accused. They walked in together. The guy who accused him of, um, mm-hmm. they accused him of sexual. Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kavanaugh and, and Barrett walked into the inauguration together, yeah. which is funny to me. Yeah, and then they threw all the damn challenges to the election. Mm-hmm. Which is why I always tell, I, I, I say this all the time. People have been treating the Supreme Court as political, and I guess to some extent it is. But if the judge is any good, mm-hmm. they got to follow the law. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah, they, he thought he would be, oh, I named, I named three judges. So, yeah, I'm going to go to the Supreme Court, and they're going to overturn the election. No, no, well, that's I'm, not how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not how it works. It's, they're not a— And I don't even necessarily—I think that— yeah, I think that what he, he assumed and hoped, because, again, he's not a public servant. He's a quote-unquote businessman, so these things are transactional to him. I put you in that position. you got to do something for me. you got to do something for me. Yeah, well, he found out. Yeah, that's. I guess that's where that stops. I think it happened at a lot of other levels, but not at that one. No, no we're not overturning the election because you say so. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's not how this, this works. Right. Well, maybe it's how it works for Lindsey, Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Who's made a fool of himself. So um, so then he flew away. Yes. And we started watching people arrive. Mm-hmm. And it was glorious. You know, you know, when you see the Obamas arrive. Oh, my gosh. And, wow. Uh, Michelle <laughs> won the inauguration, didn't she? Yo, Did her. she become president? <laughs> Cause I'm I, pretty sure everybody's talking her, about her. Because her hair was laid. Oh, my. <laughs> my, my, my. And that and, belt buckle. And you just see the interaction between the Clintons, mm-hmm. the Obamas, the Bushes. The Bushes. Okay, so. Well, and even Mike Pence. Right. So, you know, I'm not, you know, okay, Mike Pence showed up for the inauguration. but Well, I mean, okay, he cool. did, but I think he at least un- understood uh, some of what was supposed to happen. Yeah. Uh, did he understand that the election wasn't rigged? Because he didn't understand that two weeks ago. But, I mean, he kind of took his hands out. Like, he didn't do what Trump wanted him to do. Well, no, he did not. Um, he and did. I don't think he's a good dude. Let's he, not. He, he did it up to two weeks extremes. ago. And so, you know, you get this late, you know, late religion after you did all the sinning. <laughs> I, I mean, right. it was, it's good that he was there. I mean, I just feel like. For him to, to have. For his own conscience, mm-hmm. it doesn't do anything so, so for those me. Last vestiges of the peaceful transfer of, of power. Right, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, he didn't. He wouldn't have hung out and gone to any of the balls if we were able to have them. <laughs> nah, probably not. <laughs> you know, I forgot about those. That's right. Yeah, the inauguration ball. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that. Mm-mm, none of them. That's all right. Biden would have been asleep anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would have loved to have seen what Kamala would have worn. Oh boy, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, the Kamala Harris thing was a big deal. Obviously, um, I just love those images of her coming in, and all of these looks with her and all these other women. Just all of these, you know. Yeah, they, we did they, it. We did it. It's a win for all of. Us. I'm giving myself chills. Yeah, it's I a think win for all of us. I really think um, Michelle Obama, Hillary Clinton were really excited for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lord knows, Lady Gaga was. Well, I mean, she was so. Yeah, she could sing. And, and, I mean, she came down so calmly, and she thanked the person who helped her down. That Like, she was taking in that whole experience. Oh, it's a big deal. Read her lips, yeah, you know, yeah. saying, 
It's a big the deal. The different things to people, and I just appreciated how, what a big deal it was to her, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's a big star. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see her a little starstruck. And you know what I mean? And she sung her, her heart out. Oh, she did. And they put J-Lo after her. Listen, J-Lo, I enjoyed her. She was not working with fantastic material, but she stuns. Even if she had me. fantastic material, she don't sing like Lady Gaga. Well, I don't think she has to sing like Lady Gaga. They should have put. They should have put. Uh, <laughs> they should have put J Lo first. They should have found a way. So, listen. I think J Lo is fabulous. Yes, just not a fabulous singer. I don't think she's a bad singer. She's just not Lady Gaga. We can't all be Lady Gaga. So, and she spoke Spanish. Do you think? And she said, "Let's get loud." And she. So, do you think J Lo is a good singer? Or does she yeah, make I feel good? like I'm about to get slaughtered. Oh, 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 yeah, or, does she, or does she make good songs? She makes good songs. That's all I'm saying. But I mean, she was in tune. <laughs> she was on pitch. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I mean, thankful. she didn't go up there and make a fool of herself. I'm thankful she was there. Her rendition of This Land is Your Land. Please. All right. Okay. First off, I was very easy to please that day because yes, I, I know you. Everybody you, to be. you really was like, yo, do not ruin this. Yes. Do John, not steal do my not, joy. Do not make fun of J-Lo. I'm in here <laughs> watching this thing. And her gorgeous white suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Botox-free face. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I didn't, I, now, I didn't say all that about Garth Brooks because I didn't, I don't think I watched him I love, I love. I like Garth Brooks. I do, too. And he used, I don't know the whole story, but I saw the tweet where he apparently used Lady Gaga's glam. Is, is that they, right? They spruced him up before he came out. Is that out. right? Yeah. He sung, um, what did he sing? Amazing uh, Grace. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like Garth Brooks. I do too. He, 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 he could have sang the dance. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but no, I mean, and I, and I think by design, you have Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. you have a J-Lo who's Latina, you have Garth, Garth Brooks who probably did not vote for Biden or mm-hmm. is a Republican. He's trying to show, you know, the many colors and spectrums mm-hmm. of America. Um, the first time I heard Lady Gaga sing the Star Spangled Banner was at the Super Bowl. Yeah, she's... And she was phenomenal. She's She can sing. Yeah. Like, that's what people don't realize. Well, some people don't because of all her antics before. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was so glad she didn't come out in, like, a meat dress to do it. Nah, she don't got to do that. You, you know? know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. It was. it was just stunning to me. Yeah, that's what separates her from, like, people used to say, oh, she's trying to be like Madonna. And I used to be like, nah, Madonna mm-hmm. Madonna was like J-Lo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she made good songs. Yeah. And she knew how to change up, mm-hmm. change it up, you know. Yeah, she wasn't a great singer. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga's a great singer. I wish that Gaga would have worn something that she didn't have to hold up. I, one, I little pet peeve, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. I learned about this in theater because there was a play I was in where I had to wear a formal floor-length gown. <laughs> and if it's hemmed properly, you don't have to pick up the front. Well, I, you know, she, she wanted to but look... she's also probably nervous. She wanted to look fabulous and probably did. was nervous. Mm-hmm. I would have been nervous, too. Because, you know, you know how many people are watching you. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, is you know, they had flags there. Yeah, I get it. There was flags there, but... Millions of yeah. people are watching. I mean, yeah, there were no over. fewer people watching her just because they weren't there live. Exactly. Maybe even more. I'm I'm currently looking at my phone because there was something else I talked about. 
I want to make just okay. I got it ready. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So the performances were were, st- and I just loved watching everybody come in and greet each other and. And I, people who want some people wanted to hug and didn't, and some people high fived, and some people fist bumped. And the ceremony and the pageantry, all good. For those I types love of it. Things. I yeah. loved it. If and you I, you like politics, you like that. And I just knew fantastic memes were going to come out of it. Oh man! <laughs> so even before Bernie, even outside of Bernie, Bernie means, is out here getting. <laughs> he's right. ev- he's everywhere. Yeah, but I love the ones of like. Kamala Harris and Michelle Obama looking at each other. Mm-hmm. I love the ones of George Bush looking at Michelle Obama, <laughs> you know, that are like, no matter, <laughs> yeah. he's always going to find Michelle. <laughs> yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fantastic. And so now after that, we got to talk about Miss Gorman. Yes. Who, was she, what is she, the youngest? The youngest poet laureate, the youngest to ever deliver, is that the benediction? No, it's the inaugural poem, they call it. Okay. <laughs> the and then the benediction was after that? Uh, they who, used... who did the benediction? I can't remember now. Was it, it had to be a pastor, right? Benediction I is, is, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear that part. Okay, because I, I know the conversation was when they were also talking about her, so it must have gone her and then. Yeah, she then was the outstanding. Yeah. Like. I mean, from beginning to end. Like the 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 quote that I put up on on Facebook for there is always light if we're if only we're brave enough to see it if only we're brave enough to be it like and she had six or seven more lines like that mm-hmm. and I, I heard an interview she had um, with Anderson Cooper and she was saying she had started to write the poem and then the insurrection happened and you know it didn't shock her because you know she already knew which way the world was going and our country was going but you know it focused her a little bit more mm-hmm. and that poem was it's probably gonna be like the greatest one ever ever and in our grief we grew oh man <laughs> another good one mm-hmm. yeah another good one uh, you know for people like us over the past year that's a, that's another uh, that one rang very it, loud yeah, and clear it, to me it hit hard you know, and she and the way she read it, how she delivered it, you know, her tone, the inflections, mm-hmm. her it was, hands. It was just great. She looked great. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, so you start out, you got Lady Gaga, white woman, J Lo, Latina, Garth Brooks, white man, you know, Amanda Gorman, black black woman. I mean, it's he was he did that purposely. Mm-hmm. And I and I you know, I don't know if the message gets across. It got across to me. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. And so, you and know. And I said, and join me and white people everywhere as we run to the <laughs> internet to learn yeah. more. Hey, I didn't know who she was either. So, you know, it was, yeah. it was only white people going to the internet. <laughs> I, I had to do a little Googling myself. It's like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. 22 years old. Yeah. She's a star now. 22 years old. I bet you whatever she does now is mm-hmm. everyone, everyone knows her now. So, mm-hmm. So that was good. That was good. Yeah, so um, I watched a little bit after all of that, you know, what would normally have been the parade and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoyed watching the, when when he was in, the family was all in the beast, like the car. And oh, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got out and walked into, you know, kind of that half a block or quarter, mm-hmm. you know, into the White House, and he 
I felt the collective <gasps> every time he'd jump off the route and go talk to somebody on the side of the route, like he talked to um, who's the who's the the Today Show NBC weather Al Roker. Oh, Al Roker! Yeah. Like he jumped off to the side and spoke to Al Roker. Like he would break away from his family and go to the side, and I felt like with all of the. Are we going to have a security breach or hey, this and that? Or, like, everybody was like. <gasps> I remember when Obama was walking along that car. Mm-hmm. I was like, I hope they checking for snipers. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, I know. so I know what you mean. I know. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was listening to that as he was doing it and, you know, CNN reporters as he walked by. Can you, reni- can you unite the country? Like, what is he supposed to say? Like, that's not a real question. Not at that point. That's not, not even then. a real that's, question. Like, seriously, that's where the fluffy questions come yeah. in. How does it feel, Mr. But, President? But even like, what is he supposed to say? Is he going to no. drop and give a, this thoughtful answer? He right. just gave a speech all about it. No, I cannot unite the country. Right. <laughs> like, what is he supposed right. to say to that? And I didn't realize that the president, first off, I think I said to you, I didn't realize how little airtime the vice president got because oh, I've yeah, never you, been you quite were as interested. You were upset about that. For a minute I was. Like, you know, like, I guess I've just never been. Nobody cares about the vice president. I, I didn't care about Pence even one percent, and I mean, I I didn't necessarily even really care about. I mean, Joe Biden was not top billing at the Obama yeah, no, Biden think, inauguration. Think about all the vice presidents. Nobody cared about George H. W. until he became president. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nobody nobody cared about Al Gore. No, but Dan Quayle was. A commentator on one of them the other that day too, and he's aged very well. Yeah, the only but thing he was like twelve when he yeah. was vice president. He was so thing, young. And the only thing they they remember about Dan, Dan Quayle is he spelling was oh, he spelled potato. potato. Wrong. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't also didn't realize that the that there is a point where the president and the vice president split off, and the president I goes know to that, the White House, and the either. vice president goes to I don't remember what that building is called where those yeah. offices are. Yeah, I mean, you know. But damn, she looked good walking up those steps. And her husband, you know, I remember he he tweeted, and he was just talking about like all the women that came before him, and he's gonna, you know, try to do a good a job as they did, mm-hmm. because, you know, the wives of the first lady and the vice president's wife, mm-hmm. they do a lot, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, we have Melania. I mean, you know, be best was. <laughs> I can't even get it out. Be gone. Like you know, wow, she's terrible. So glad they're gone. Ripped out Jackie Kennedy's rose bushes. That's crazy. Well, what you gonna do? I'm certain that they didn't like get thrown to the side for, you know, yard waste day. Right? <laughs> Some, they somebody, had to somebody take has them. Somewhere. them yeah, mm-hmm. they're coming back. They have to be coming back. So yeah, I mean, seeing all you know, listening to all that, you can even listen to, like you said, Fox News seemed to be lead. CNN. They sounded like their life was just beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Jim Acosta sounded so happy. Mm-hmm. And he was on the plane with Trump. He, he said he said he was covering him on the plane to Mar-a-Lago. He really? Said, and he said, I'm hoping they don't give me a parachute. <laughs> Tell me <laughs> once we get up there. I was like, yo, that's hilarious. I didn't see Barron. So you saw all the other, ki- all the other yeah, children. I and I read somewhere that they had already sort of escorted Barron out of the White House and put him on Air Force One. But I didn't even see him when they got off of Air, Air Force One. Was it still Air Force One then? Um, <laughs> here in Florida. Yeah, I... I um. Which is fine. I mean, I, yeah, I was, don't deserve. I'm not owed a piece of Baron. But. He was out of all the children that I can remember. 
um, the least covered. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember the Bush girls used to get in trouble all the time. Mm-hmm. And they were always all over the Obama girls, what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And well, and even Chelsea Clinton, I remember uh-huh. there was a some heat because she was mentioned on an episode of Saturday Night Live. Right, and so they didn't talk about him a lot. Mm-mm. He uh, so looked good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope for he. Sure. I hope he emerges a little unscathed. Mm-hmm. I mean, his last name is Trump, so he yeah. won't be that unscathed. But I don't. I hope it didn't. It'll be interesting to see what becomes of him. Yeah, I just hope it didn't derail his childhood in any way. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and that's a tough, tough dad to have. Mm-hmm. Probably even not as who's going to go down in history as the worst president the United States of America has ever seen. Because he is going to go down in mm-hmm. the worst. There's people who think he's he did some some great stuff, but he's going to go down as the worst. He is. He is. The Bantam Chef in Benel has been a community favorite for over 40 years. Food is made fresh to order with generous portions and mouth-watering variety. People come from all around to eat their fried seafood, juicy burgers, and of course, their famous fish sandwich. The Bantam Chef also serves up hot and cold sandwiches, wings, hot dogs, and more. Wash it down with their delicious sweet so tea. So yeah, it was interesting lemonade. to see Conveniently located even the conservative Court Street in Benel, say great things the Bantam Chef, home of the famous fish and sandwich. And just focus on the celebratory, hopeful part of the day which all changed Thursday morning when they started talking again about this idea of unity um, and what what Biden has to do in order to appease these far-right people to make them feel united with their party, as if, first off, as if we owe anybody that, but second off, as if it's possible to unite with. So recently I got the unique opportunity to be on a community TV show. Our Community and You is called. It's on Facebook. And I was a guest of a segment, and they asked, can we heal after the insurrection? And my answer to that question is the same answer I have about my same thoughts about this unity nonsense. There are people, no matter what you say to them, are not going to unite. They are locked in to Trumpism. They don't care. They've lost friends over it. They, they don't care. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to reach those people. Mm-mm. Like, who's wasting their time reaching those people? I've got another, i got a Facebook or an Instagram yeah. post I want to reference uh, and, talking and, about and that. And it, so, in my normal life, like, I was having a conversation with my wife about something just yesterday. And she said, you know, she said something to me, and it was a, it was about, you know, a prior relationship. And I said, to her, I don't, I just don't care. If that person is angry, they're gonna be angry. I'm not trying to reach you mm-hmm. if you can't be reached. And so the unity thing is is BS to me because Mitch McConnell doesn't want unity. Lindsey Graham doesn't want unity. He had. Four years to show us he wanted to function as a unified. Right. So why are we talking about unity now? And and I posted this on Facebook. And, you know, I said, when Trump won, more more people voted for Clinton than Trump. Mm -hmm. Okay? She won the popular vote. Mm -hmm. 
Where was the calls for unity then? Right. Like, were you calling for unity? Did you care? So if you voted for Trump and you didn't care what the Democrats wanted, why should the Democrats care what you want now? Don't cry now because you lost. Mm -hmm. No, we gonna, like I said before, if I was him, I'd try to get everything I could get done. And I ram it through in two years. Yeah, I don't know all the rules, but I know you can get stuff done through reconciliation, which doesn't really require the 60 vote. Or if you can get 10 Republicans who have come to their senses mm -hmm. and you could work with them, I'd work with those people. Mm -hmm. I'm not working with extreme. Because that's just it. Unity goes both ways. Right. Like it's a reach in two directions. And to me, you know what they say, the United States doesn't negotiate with terrorists. Mm -hmm. These far right people are like terrorists. They are terrorists. Why would I negotiate with a person who is on board with an insurrection? Why would I do that? Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. So these calls for unity are, are we lost and we, we don't want you to kick our ass too badly. No, man. Like, if you're in support of the insurrection, if you're supporting people who supported that, like, if you're in support of Ted Cruz mm -hmm. or some of these other people, then you are supporting terrorism. Mm -hmm. And you're supporting this misinformation, and that's who you are. That's your character. I have so many thoughts. I can't pick which one to speak on next. But, <laughs> but there, you know, there's a lot of that going around on Facebook among just the common folk, too, right? Not the ones that stormed the Capitol, but probably the ones who say things like, you know, Trump's gruff. He didn't mean it. Like, it's just how he is. He didn't mean to send people to do that kind of thing. Like, it's just his personality. And so um, I post, I, I have seen a lot of it. Like, now we need to ch just choose joy and be loving. <laughs> and love is all you need, and it's time to heal. Mm -hmm. Like We can take a minute to figure out what it is and discuss what it is mm -hmm. we are actually healing from, first of all. Right. Um, because it's not a stolen election that we're healing from. Right. Let's, you know, like, you, we have to be clear with some of these people. That is not what we're healing from. Um. So I posted something that said, in the coming days, watch out for the abuser's playbook, which are requests for unity and forgiveness without any apology or acknowledgement of harms caused, followed by blaming anyone who doesn't want that, you know. And somebody that used to come to a lot of my body flow classes said, I'm so disappointed you feel that way. Healing starts with everyone. She's one that's been posting all this Trump bullshit for so listen. And, and right after she answered that to me, it was another situation. Like there was no conversation, blocked. So I, I wish I would have. Oh man, I wish I would have got on that. See, <laughs> I always have. I just ask people questions, mm -hmm. and my only question is, were you talking about unity mm -hmm. the last four years, right. or were you Trump no more bullshit? Mm -hmm. That's all I want to know. Mm -hmm. And the reason I b blocked is because she knows the answer to that question. Right. Already. Like so. Were you talking about unity when we were protesting about unarmed black people being killed? Mm -hmm. Did you care about them? I mean, did you care about what other people in the country thought when you were ramming through Supreme Court justices that caused absolute protests? No, they didn't care. So you didn't say, okay, hey, Kavanaugh is causing, can you, can't you pick someone else? I mean, that the is left, this really the best we've got? Right. Can you pick someone else that the left would like? Mm -hmm. No. Mm -mm. 
but you want that now mm-hmm. and that and that that's that's america though like i always have this saying the reason america has never gotten to the place where we all thought it would the loftiest goals is because we lack empathy mm-hmm. so you had no empathy for 4 years and now you want it it's not going to happen right i hope it doesn't happen and it's unifying with people who haven't even yet taken the time to admit what really just happened exactly so you don't you don't admit what the racism was and what the muslim ban was really about you don't think there's systemic racism in the police department. Your answer to kids in cages is the cages were Obama's. Right. You know. You don't. You don't care if, if if some poor lady in Alabama or New York or anywhere has health insurance. You don't. But you want unity. Mm-hmm. They all. It's so funny, man. They all. They all want unity now, but you weren't thinking about that the last four years. So why do you think you? What have you done to earn that? We have a new press secretary. Yeah. Right? Saki. Mm-hmm. Miss Saki. And she had her first, I don't know, is it a press conference? Bre- briefing. Briefing. The daily press briefing. Yes. That will now happen daily. And she said she's not going to do them on Saturdays and Sundays. She's not a monster. Unless <laughs> we will come in on the weekends. Um, but she was asked at her first press briefing why Biden is not more focused on uh, Republican issues. If he wants unity. And Ooh, her response her, her answer was, was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Is the pandemic not a Republican issue? Is unemployment not a Republican issue? Are schools reopening safely not a Republican issue? Exactly. So there's your unity right there. Get on board with this train. Yep. Because it's rolling. Yeah. And if you don't think those are important things, then what kind of American are you? What, what are Republican issues? Packing the courts. So you can prosecute poor people? Mm-hmm. Is that a Republican issue? Right. Like, what are we doing here? You know, we need to move this country forward. And Republicans used to be about that. They used to be about personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem that's the case anymore. I, I see people saying, oh, we can't impeach Trump because that will stir the country up again. What? Unity without accountability is abusive. It's, it's just... Just it's, what it is. It's toxicity. That's what it is. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I, I am, uh, I took the time to try to understand all the reasonings behind Trump's first impeachment, and I do believe he ought to have been removed from office. I think that was enough. But even more so now. Um, had a good talk with my son the other day about why it's important, even though he's not president anymore. And I feel like the average person doesn't understand why it's important to go through with this. And come February eighth, the, you know, the hearings will start. If he gets impeached, he can never run again. If he gets convicted, convicted, he can never run again. Mm-hmm. And all of all of those former presidential benefits are stripped away. I mean, he doesn't care about the pension, and he can hire yeah. his own security. He might care about it, because I don't think he has as much money as people believe. Well, I've never thought he had as much money as he said he so, did. So, you know, I'm on board with that, and I would be shocked if he's not convicted. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say he's going to be convicted, because I don't I think, think Republicans want to deal with him anymore. No. And I think the loudest voices saying, you know, we shouldn't do this, are probably the ones who are afraid of their own 
Yeah, like Marco Rubio. He thinks yeah. he's not going to get voted in. He's not, because you know who's going to take his spot? Who's that? Ivanka. <laughs> I know, I read this whole thing about how they're, you know, they bought this this land to kind of build their home and have a compound near Miami, and she's got her sights set on, because the only place that she could probably run for office and win is in Florida. So listen, <laughs> Marco Rubio, you know, I'm here in Florida, so we're here in Florida. He's probably one of the worst senators. Mm -hmm. I can't think of a single thing he's done. Mm -mm, except get vaccinated. <laughs> so, no, I don't think she's, she's going to primary him and win. Oh, that would be hard. That would be difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because this is probably the place where that will become the heart, I would think, the heart of Trumpism if it's going to continue to live on. Oh, yeah, they got, yeah, it is, because you know? DeSantis is, like, our governor is DeSantis, like that. DeSantis, I mean, he lives here. Florida loves the dude. <laughs> they sure do. Mm -hmm. So, but I was thinking about, and I shared this with you, too, um, who sort of the, you know, who's coming in 2024 that's going to, whether it's the Patriot Party that they're talking about or the Republican Party, or who's going to be the next one? I think that Crenshaw is that his name oh, with the, the eye patch. Yeah, I am. Um, I think he's gunning. I think in the next eight to ten years, maybe less, we're going to have four political parties mm -hmm. because I think the regular Republicans are getting tired of the extremists. Mm -hmm. I think, but I also think progressives are getting tired of center mm -hmm. left Democrats. Mm -hmm. And those progressives are getting younger. And I, I love it. Yeah, like I fully expect at some point AOC to want to run for president. Mm -hmm. And when she does, I don't think she this Democrat this Democratic Party would be mm -hmm. her party. No, I I expect that to happen, and I think it should happen. Well, I just don't think that we're any longer a country that um, needs an old white male president. So these, well, seriously, so, you know, and, and the, the Republican and Democratic Party as they are right now are just that. They're the party of old white men. And the, you know, they're, I, I just tell me I'm wrong, you know, and. Yeah, I mean, you I know. I think some of these splinters are, are going to look like and represent more of where we're headed. Yeah. And I, you know, Good and or I, bad. I, yeah, I think it's a great thing. I don't think we should have a, the two, I think the two party system is dead. Mm-hmm. Because, I, you know, I was talking to my one of my buddies last night. He voted for Trump the first time. We don't know what he did the second time. <laughs> I assume, we can assume he voted for Trump the second time. But if he did, he probably held his nose a little bit. Mm -hmm. Not much. But he, he votes Republican. He mm -hmm. told me he thinks he is now a, 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 a left-leaning a, a left moderate Republican. Mm -hmm. And he was probably always that mm -hmm. uh, in his actions. Not in his voting. Mm -hmm. He's just realizing it now. Like, oh, I, but I've been telling him, Dave, you vote for people. <laughs> you are voting for people who don't, they don't, they don't symbolize what you do. Mm -hmm. He's like, what do you mean? What do I mean? It's 7 o'clock and we're in Benel picking up kids. Mm -hmm. None of them are white. And you are. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. that is something some of your friends right. would not do. Well, and we have other friends that we've talked about who um, didn't, couldn't vote for Biden because he's a child molester and couldn't <laughs> vote for, 
Trump because of whatever. So they, you know, but they they were proud of their vote and they voted third party. It would be nice next time for that, that to actually be a meaningful vote. Right. You, you know? yeah. So listen, no disrespect that, you know, whenever someone says that, you know, the, the disrespect is coming, right? But <laughs> when you vote third party in elections like this one, mm-hmm. and I'm just saying like this one, because I don't think when you voted for Ross Perot, it was like that. But in this election, <laughs> it's, it's very, very clear, right? Mm-hmm. Trumpism, to me, to a lot of people, was bad, and you had Biden. So you really, you had two people for, to vote for. Mm-hmm. You voted third party. You threw away your vote. Mm-hmm. And, you, and that's a fact. Yep. And you just wanted to feel good about the part. You felt you good. About taking part in the election. Right. So you, you could say you voted. Exactly. So you did that for you. Mm-hmm. Not for the country. Not for the country. You and did. not for you sitting in that chair. Right. Not for me. Right. You did it for you. And... Hey, you know, adults have to have hard conversations. Some people don't like to hear that. But if you did that, you threw away your vote. Mm-hmm. And you're okay with it because you're putting your I voted sticker on Facebook. Right. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I know a lot of people. I had someone who was a Republican the first time Trump ran and he um, voted third party. Now, he was in Colorado, so it ended up not mattering. But in Florida, it matters. Mm-hmm. Every election is super duper close. Mm-hmm. So when you go and vote for third party and that third party is not viable, you threw away your vote. You threw it away. Sorry. It's all right. <laughs> you know, I'll still vote for candidates that I think ultimately want to serve all the people, including the people that throw away their vote to third parties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just scan my notes real quick and see. No, I think we hit everything. I jotted down. Yeah, I mean, so. So I missed the balls. I, I always think that's a great way to, to it's always kind great. of culminate yeah. things on inauguration night. What I remember about the balls is um, Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. Yes, I remember that. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I'll always, I'll always remember that. So they have moments from those that we missed. Mm-hmm. And that's a shame. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think about, you know, just how much, because of COVID, the pageantry these people missed. Because mm-hmm. Biden's been trying to be president for a while. Mm-hmm. And Kamala being, the, you know, the first woman vice president and person of color and Asian. Mm-hmm. That would have been celebrated more. The party would have been... It would have li- been a hell of a party. It would have been lively. But I tell you... I would have loved to have been, uh, I would have loved to have gotten in the Oval Office when they were all in there and had kicked off their shoes after the cameras all left. And, and listen to what they, mm. just, you know, poured a bourbon with them. Because I'm telling you, there were points that I saw Jill Biden and Kamala Harris both walking like women whose feet hurt in their shoes. Because there was a <laughs> lot of standing and walking. They never... You know, they didn't sit and watch the parade go by. And now we'll get now we get down to business. Yeah. And, we'll and they s- did it right away. He started signing signing shit that night. You know, my coworker said already ten ten thousand people are out of work and I ten thousand with, with the pipeline. Oh. Well. Yeah. yeah so, I mean it's there's always a flip side, so what's the priority there? Yeah. And we don't have to get into that today. I'm just Yeah, I mean I just so I he, just love that he 
started signing shit right away. Yeah, they they, they working. Mm-hmm. And so we'll see what the next four years bring. What I hope is I hope for a concrete health care plan. Um, I hope for uh, another round of stimulus for the people who really, really need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and, I, and I hope we do something with minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what that is, though. I, ha- I have different views on that. Some people believe it should be $15 and, and everywhere, and I'm not so sure. Um, I don't I don't know if Florida can support that. Yeah. So, but I hope they take care of things for the people. I hope that there's a renewed focus on education. To think Ooh. that we've gone through a pandemic with an education secretary totally redefined how people are receiving their education. And our education secretary has never been an educator. She was awful. She was awful. And um, someday we'll have to have a talk about that and student loans because I am definitely a person who was not only in support of forgiveness of student loans but also uh, trying to find a way to make education more accessible. But what I want to know is if they forgive student loans, does that count parent plus loans too? For you, yes, Johnny. Because I got one (laughs) and I need it to be forgiven. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. All right. So... Uh, to our listeners in all nine countries. Yeah, we hot. We hot. <laughs> we appreciate your support. We uh, appreciate you sticking with us through this super tumultuous election season to inauguration. We aren't a political podcast, but we have to talk about it sometimes because we are connected, um, you know, people. To, I mean, we're raising kids and we're active in our community, so it's important to know what's going on and talk about it sometimes. As always, I, I hope we don't turn a segment of the population off maybe the insurrectionists but certainly not the conservatives you're you are welcome here too in the discussion but we are definitely going to enjoy getting some things done the next two years is what i'm going to say because we have midterms and they're super important so yeah you can find us on facebook Uh, our facebook group is the strongly worded pod group you can find us on instagram um, we're coming to TikTok, babies. I am figuring out audiograms, and our TikTok <laughs> is going to be populated soon. But our, our um, episodes are now also available on YouTube. Yes. So you can find uh, the Strongly Worded Pod on YouTube as well. Johnny, as always, it was a pleasure. Yes. Can't, can't, can't wait till the next thing happens, and we'll do another special. And we'll do, yeah. I don't know if we'll have any more special episodes. Maybe not. I hope not. You know what? I don't think it would be a bad deal if we didn't have a reason <laughs> exactly. for a special episode. Um, we're dropping this on a Monday for you to enjoy. Please do not miss our download on Wednesday. We have a Ooh. super awesome, we recorded with a super awesome guest, and you are not going to want to miss that interview yeah. on Wednesday, Strongly Worded Wednesday. All right. So thanks, everybody. this strongly worded podcast is written and produced by johnny hampton and sue o'lear music production and vocals by marshall max lamont hamilton 